0: Welcome to another episode of Conversations from Here with me, Dana Ziegler. On this episode, my guest is my frequent collaborator, partner in crime, and friend, Dr. Jess Lakin. You know Jess from previous episodes in our wellness series, Where to Start. Jess is the founder of Mother Tree Healing Arts. She is a holistic life coach, a meditation guide, Healer, sound bath facilitator, and creator of transformational retreats for women. She's a pretty amazing person, and I am honored to have her on the program yet again for our ongoing series. So, on this episode, we address the topic of creating alignment. We discuss what it is that is aligning action with intention and how to do it. And this talk goes to some really interesting places. And we so enjoyed this topic in particular, there's something about this that really kind of strikes home for a lot of people. And a lot of people have a challenge with working cross purposes with themselves, and maybe not moving forward in life as they hope to do. So my hope is that this particular discussion will be helpful to you, especially if you are in a point of transition in life. So I hope you enjoy. Here's me and Jess. Okay, there we go. Hey there, Jess. I'm so glad that you could uh, that you could join me for this for one of the the next installment for our series. How to start. So, today Thanks. we're going to talk about creating alignment, and I know this is right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> so, so tell me what what to you what what is alignment?
1: Okay, so thank you. Uh, yeah, this is um, really one of my favorite topics um, and themes. Um, so, the question: What is alignment? Um, Alignment is, um, starts with an energy and a feeling, let's say. And it is that noticing of flow. So it's something opening up in your life, for example, where it just seems to um, happen really easily, um, almost magically, really synchronistic. Um, So it's where things just feel to be in a place of balance and flow and expansion. So that for me is alignment and it's a feeling that you have as you're in that process. Mm -hmm. So it could be the smallest, the seemingly smallest of um, experiences. It might be, you know, bumping into a friend that you've been thinking about. Um, on the street, and having a having an opportunity to have a really inspiring conversation. and it just it just happens. you know, the energies have aligned to allow that to happen. And there may be purpose in that that you may recognize at that time or you may recognize later.
0: And also, I think that there is um, a part that's part of the state of flow. When things are aligned, and then suddenly things just come together, and it's aligned. Also, um, maybe expanding on that, um, I think also of how of when actions align with intention, mm-hmm. in in terms of when you want to, when you want to make a change, or you want to modify a pattern. And you want to make a, a life change. Then you have to be in alignment in that flow with both an intention and action so that you're going in the same direction with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but what you're talking about is is it's so interesting because it is it, I, I think there is a huge thing about an intuitive feeling about how uh, how everything in your life is directing you down this path. And sometimes these alignments, would you say, sometimes they they happen kind of spontaneously, sort of magically in a certain way, right? Not necessarily intentionally.
1: Well, I, 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 I feel, it's lovely what you say about the alignment of action into intention because um, I still feel there is, a, there is a kind of experience of flow in that. So the way that I often notice it happening is that we may have an intention, we may set an intention or have a general intention that we may kind of gently think about or gently talk about. Um, and then if we're in a space of relaxation, we let flow guide us, we may find that our action finds its way automatically towards that alignment towards the intention mm-hmm. so i do think flow is part of this a really big part of alignment
0: there's um, another there's another thing which i think you're you're suggesting here which is trust when you trust a process mm-hmm. even if you you're not quite sure how to undergo a task or a change, you you know innately that if you trust the process, you're gonna find your way. There was a there was a thing that I forget who it was. A wise friend of mine once said, When you know the what, the how will take care of itself. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of truth in that.
1: Yes so in so in this kind of practice of alignment if we can learn how to be clear in our intention and allow that to come from a place of truth for us a deeper a kind of deeper place of connection and when we can be at ease in then letting go of that intention and being in trust we can let go of the hows, then it's very, very magical to see how things come together to guide us towards that intention. So I, I believe that so strongly. Sometimes we may be really fixated in making something happen towards our goal or our intention. We might get really tied up in the, like, I just don't know how to do it. And so then there's a there's a different energy that comes in. It's perhaps an energy of trying, it, fi- figuring out, fixing, pushing. All of that and en- all of that energy has a different quality to the energy of allowing and relaxing and being in the flow. Which is not to say that we don't take action because it, we right. we need to take action. But it's that it's the manner of which we approach it which is so important so to be able to relax in the not knowing sometimes and to let go of the hows i think is one of the one of the biggest helpers in finding alignment
0: so to, it, oh go ahead
1: it's it's that trusting in the energies trusting mm-hmm. in the wider energies of ourselves and our experience to be guiding us
0: it's, that, that is what I call reveling in the mystery. Taking, taking comfort in the fact that you don't know because it leaves you open to the answers as opposed to imposing what you think the answers are because it, I do believe it is an intuitive process. It's not an analytical process it's really more a function of the embracing mind as opposed to the naming mind. You know, certainly the naming mind can identify things. It's very good for that. But it's not a good mechanism for process, <laughs> whereas mm-hmm. the intuition is is definitely um, better suited. And so in terms of what what do you think are the obstacles to for a lot of people, especially people that that you have worked with? Obstacles mm-hmm. to alignment? Have you run into mm-hmm. typical roadblocks?
1: Yeah. So, um, what you're saying about you know the the the, the place with which you approach moving forward in your life or or doing something or you know creating something in your life or you're you're looking for that alignment but it's from where you approach it so you talked about the naming mind and i i and you talked about intuition and i absolutely believe that if we can find our way to rest with our intuition then that is a that is the guidance and even Further to that, I would say if you can connect to your heart wisdom, if you can allow your heart to be leading in this, then um, that is kind of the pathway. That's where the pathway opens. So the obstacle is about, for me, is about the thinking mind. You know, um, whenever we're in that place of like fixing, figuring out, strategizing. These are all important parts of living and we need we need our thinking mind. But there is a there's a kind of dance, you know, so it's like can we can we relax that part of ourselves, the part of ourselves that needs to figure things out from a headspace enough to let our intuition, to let our heart guide us? That opens us into that alignment, and you know, then then we may move into more of a headspace, and we may have to take some action into that. So, so the obstacle is, I think, a big obstacle is that energy of figuring things out from a mental space. Analysis an obstacle, paralysis. An obstacle is work is logic. And, and, and an obstacle is believing that it's only what we see that is, is, is currently present. So, you know, if we can understand that there's so much happening in the energy field that's invisible and just trust in that, then we can feel that things are surrounding us and supporting us on that journey. So it's not just about what what's present at this moment. So an example might be, you know, you you want to create a business, you're you're you want to create something, that you have a project, and you feel blocked. You know, perhaps you're not getting as many clients as you would like to. Um, But you see that you have been growing, you know, you've created your website, maybe you have a handful of clients, maybe you have a small amount of income. So if you're kind of growing this business in an intuitive way and and you're looking for alignment, for these alignment energies to be present, it's kind of understanding that um, there is, you are growing, even though you may, it may not feel quite where you want to be at that moment in time, and it's being able to trust that you're in process of that, and it's being able to trust that you're going to come to the right resources at the right time to support your growth in the in the way that you need to grow.
0: That makes sense, and and it also gets into, uh, you know, trust and also faith, having faith in. One's own innate abilities and talents, and mm-hmm. that helps with alignment as well. Mm-hmm. When you know that you will have, as these opportunities arise and as you're open to them, you you trust in your own abilities. That's something I think that maybe for some people, they don't feel they're aligned because they don't they don't believe that they can be maybe. and that's yeah. so so having, So having trust in yourself not just trust in well well, in addition to having trust in the greater whole in the universe and and surrounding energies but also your own
1: yeah so and so an obstacle in relation to that a a big obstacle around alignment is belief and expectation Mm -hmm. um so and some of our beliefs can be we, we can be very aware of them, uh, and they may hold a lot of energy, which is uh, you know keeping us in a particular place in our lives. And some of our beliefs are not very visible; they're kind of operate, operating operating um, unconsciously. Um, but yeah, that belief in self, that and that expectation of what can be, if we if we can't hold an expectation of what can be then it's very difficult for those energies to align
0: and i think that you know we get barraged in modern life in our own society telling us that there are certain expectations you know certain things that you should be you know at this level or you should be um you know uh you have arrived in air quotes (laughs) you know and the thing is is that you know, time. Sometimes things take time, and then trusting in that in that process. So, one of my questions for you is: um, I, I think I think you'll agree with me that getting quiet and having a meditation practice is 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 essential for this kind of work.
1: Hundred percent. I think so. You know, we we've talked about alignment in the sense of you know the every our everyday experience you know coming into experiences which just feel aligned like they're joyful they're enriching they're satisfying they're fulfilling that to me is alignment yeah synergistic. The synergistic 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 to your path of growth and expansion that to me is what alignment is and then but the beginning of that process i believe is it happens from a space of kind of like allowing all of the energies within, within to to settle And and coming to that place of quiet because it's from that place of ease and calm and kind of no thingness that the spark of inspiration, whatever that is, whether that's kind of guiding us to take, you know, to go, To a particular place that day or to phone somebody that initial spark of inspiration comes from that place of quiet Mm. so it's the seed it really it's the it's the ground it's the earth from which um, that life force energy sparks and then that initial spark will carry you forward on that path which is the alignment and the flow
0: because people who are under a lot of stress and strain Mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, they are not in a state of flow. And for them, it's, it's, they feel that it's nearly impossible for them to be able to listen to this inner voice or, or, or the, or the divine voice or whatever you want to call it. And so being, in a calm and open and a quiet state is is essential. I agree.
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, and so just to say, you know, most of us do experience stress on a daily basis. You know, we and we're in a kind of state of busyness and a state of distraction and preoccupation. But if we can if we can recognize that and if we can um work with ourselves to create pockets of space, you know, during our week, during the day, where we can take a moment to drop into that inner space of connection. It's really about coming to ourselves and connecting to our deeper beingness. If we can create that pocket of space in our day to touch in, then it's opening The path of alignment it's opening the path of flow so it's to to, i just want to kind of like um reflect you know if you are feeling stressed in your life that that's okay you can work with that by you know small steps opening opening up those pockets of um being able to take a breath
0: and that and part of that is is creating some structure i think and and one of our previous talks it reminds me hearkening back to creating space for change where we talk about that about about creating space for could be a meditation practice could be uh, a literal space for you to have your quiet time of inquiry and reflection as opposed to getting carried along on the tide of busyness and you know family most people have families and they have and they have jobs and they have, you know, things going on in their lives obviously. So to carve out some space and what what would you say about um the about the about writing as being a helpful process for this? Uh
1: as in journaling? Yeah. Yeah. I think journ- journaling and writing is a really um it's a really helpful practice because it is from an energetic perspective it's a way of um, releasing um those and, and kind of sometimes making sense of the energies that which are within us and and like helping that be put onto a piece of paper through our writing so it's a way of um transporting our thoughts our intentions our emotions allowing that to be brought out of that inner space and put onto an external piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So hand, then we,
0: handwritten handwritten, not typed.
1: Yeah, I typed. I always feel that it's more powerful to do this through handwriting, but I think, you know, for some it can also work to be yeah. you know typed. You know I do
0: both. And I do both. I do both. Yeah,
1: depending. I do both, depending on what I've got with me at the time. You That's know, it. sometimes I'll have my phone, and I and I need to put something down, and you need to, and that that very process of allowing those words to be seen mm-hmm. is very helpful for um create. I think creating clarity to to the direction of your energy, where that where you're. You know we have to remember we are energy beings and we are we are channeling life force energy through us through our physical body through our uh, emotional mental energetic body so if we think that we're channeling life force energy through us it's like how are we directing that energy forward we we have great power in that and and it's through using our focus and being clear in our in how we are using our words and our, and formulating our thoughts, that is how we direct our energy going forward. Mm-hmm. So we can be very wasteful with our energy.
0: Oh, yes. Especially these days with all devices and with all this information coming in and just all the crazy things going on in the world, it can be very easy to be distracted and pulled off Force into the fray mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of taking that quiet and well. And I think that that's why that's why it is so important to carve out time and space for your time of quiet reflection and writing, uh, meditation. These these things because they ground us mm-hmm. so much, even in the face of a lot of chaos and yeah. energetic disruption.
1: Yeah yeah i think that the fact the act of writing something down it helps us to create clarity around you know what our intentions are and what's going on for us and then we can choose to either read that back we can read that to ourselves and we can and we can look at that and that's kind of almost in relationship with our inner voice we may choose not to read it back. Like we, It may be that we've just wanted to release something and we don't want to read it through again because we don't want to re-imprint ourselves with that information that has just been released. So that's for you to decide at that moment in time. But to know that it's a tool, it's a very, very helpful tool for directing one's energy and clearing one's energy.
0: What would you say about the idea of using a voice recording for yourself? Um, that, that could also perhaps, um, for those more auditorily inclined who are more comfortable with speech, to record yourself and then you can choose to listen back to it if you want, almost like a like a um like a like a sound diary <laughs> in a certain way.
1: Yeah absolutely it's it's really really powerful to to speak it out so um the throat chakra is is really considered the the chakra of manifestation and it's about bringing awareness to the power of our words Mm. now these are both silent words and spoken words the words that we share you know we speak out and the words that we have running through our minds um but by speaking our thoughts out into a, into a recorder, it's, it's a way of, like again, channeling the, the energy which is held within the speech and the words and the sound, and we can choose to listen back to it. And sometimes, you know, even just speaking out without recording it is also very powerful, you know, you know, considering, like, I just need to speak this, it just needs to be spoken and processed. And this is really the, you know, one of the, the reasons why that one of the powerful aspects of the women's circles, any, or any of the circles, the groups that I run it's about having a space to speak what needs to be spoken and for that to be witnessed by others. Mm-hmm. There's something that gets kind of released, something that can we can see really, really energetically uh, give life to our dreams and our intentions through sharing, through speech with others. And if there's nobody else there, we can share it you know, with with the universal energies.
0: Yeah, well, and I also think about how in every religion, the word is a powerful uh, evocation, if you will, yeah. and um, and everything from it's it's in the Bible, it's in it's in Judaism, it's in Hinduism, it's in it's in all the isms. <laughs> Yeah. It's in Buddhism, it's it's in mantra, it is in all of these places, and how the utterance in the human voice of 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 the word is is very powerful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and um as a sound practitioner, I offer sound baths that you know I think it's very commonly um appreciated that sound and vibration is related to creation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and and what's important in this equation is it's the, not just the sound, but it's the intention behind the sound. So intention plus sound. So intention plus words or intention plus thoughts because thought is essentially is a sound Mm -hmm. equals creation
0: and we're talking about sound and this is very exciting because i <laughs> think of resonance about harmonic resonance yeah alignment is everything about that resonance and yeah. and all life forms have have a vibration it, it is it is a it is a it is throughout the universe there is there are, everything has a different frequency and when these frequencies are aligned there is there is harmonic resonance
1: Yeah, I I love that we've somehow got here in this conversation (laughs) because of course you know, um, we best hear, we best experience alignment through sound. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So if we think about an orchestra or if we think about a band and we think about the harmonics of, of a piece of music when When something is in alignment, when that sound is in alignment, it is beautiful. There is this natural harmony. And essentially, that is what alignment is in life. It's a harmonics and a resonance of energies which are coming together in different forms. But, But we feel it. So in sound and music, we hear it and we feel it within our body as well. Mm-hmm. And we, if we are sensitive enough in our life, we will hear it and we will feel that harmony as it's happening. And we, and we will know it because it's just a moment of knowing.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I wanna share with you an experience I had a couple of weekends ago. Um, we went to a friend's house and we were celebrating her birthday. And she's a singer and she grew up as a Pentecostal singer and her family traveled around and sang. Uh, she joked about uh, singing singing in tents all over Nashville. <laughs> and, uh, and so she invited to her birthday party, Tammy, if you're listening, this is for you. Um, she invited friends whom she's sung with for 40 years. And some of these friends were gospel ladies. And I was sitting on the sofa with our friend Tammy and her friend Vera. And Vera uh, was, is this mind-blowing singer. Just I was sitting next to her just so enjoying. Uh, they were doing a rendition of, of Precious Lord, My Precious Lord, which is spiritual. I don't know it, but at one point Vera turns to me And she sings the harmony part and she says, you got this girl, go. Mm -hmm. And, and I thought, oh, oh, okay. I had a moment of panic because I'm not a trained singer. But I thought, just go for it. So we had a three-part harmony going and it was amazing to be a part of that. And speaking of um, feeling elevated and amazing and clear about everything that's what happened to me in that moment on the yeah. sofa with Tammy and Vera and joining with their voices and having our voices blend and, and create this magical triad. Yeah. And, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't go to sleep that night because I was so excited.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause it's an amazing feeling.
1: Yeah. And it, and it's almost, it's like, it's a feeling of, of just magic. You know, it, 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 And so that for me, that same feeling is when the, there is this harmonic alignment in life as things come together and it, and you are a part of, it's like you're a part of that harmony coming together with other energies. And it's just that alignment that feels easy that has beauty, um, and and it may be s- small moments, maybe big moments, um, but it's, it's a feeling and it's so related to that beautiful example that you shared.
0: And we're talking about, a, a, from um, an even larger perspective, it's about connection. Alignment is about connection and about being a part of something, not being a disparate thing floating, yeah. a random thing floating in the universe. You are, whether you feel it or not, or know it or not, you are a part of this deep, mm-hmm. profound connection. And when you get quiet and when you can rest in it, I, I kind of refer to it as being in a state of grace. That's mm-hmm. really what it feels like. And it's that profound connection that, that helps you to create that alignment. Ooh. Boy, that almost <laughs> almost made me cry a little bit. Um, it's profound, it's profound.
1: Yeah, I think it's remembering we are not alone. You know, we are not, you know, it's one of the fun- fundamental laws of the universe that everything is connected to everything else energetically and to remember that we are part of this incredible this incredible connection and to and to and it feels very affirming and and, and embracing to to feel that we are held as part of something much bigger.
0: You know I think uh, Jess if if everyone in the world realize this i think that we wouldn't have so many problems globally speaking you know because i think a lot of a lot of um wars are started (laughs) um and a lot of awful things begin with disconnection and fear and being in a place of of division and divisiveness and 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 being too swept up in in um in fear and division than the mm-hmm. in connectedness and love because love as a universal is is about that is about that profound connection. And you can never be lonely. That's the beautiful thing about it is that you're not alone ever. Even if you're sitting in a room by yourself, you're mm-hmm. still connected. There's mm-hmm. a con- there's a connection of consciousness that yeah. tethers you in the most beautiful way.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know maybe and and it's like if you are not feeling that connection you know to to say that's okay mm-hmm. um and like but where to start you know our series is called where to start yeah and so what's coming to me now and this is and this is really from a personal a personal way my own path is like you know where to start in if you are looking for alignment your life if you if you'd like to experience it i'm sure you've experienced it at different times Uh, but if you are also looking for that connection i think the place to start is connecting to the earth and connecting to nature and that might be as simple as what taking maybe if there is a tree in your neighborhood and um, connecting to the tree's natural cycles. So like it's now, we're now moving into autumn here in the nor- Northern hemisphere. So noticing the, the subtle movements and shifts of that tree over the coming weeks and days. Um, and seeing this as the beginning thread of connection, because as soon as we are, we have this incredible, um orchestra of experience, which is happening around us every day. If we look to the sky, we'll see the movement of the clouds, perhaps, or we'll see rain clouds come in, or we'll see blue sky. We can connect to that. We can connect to the earth, to the trees. And so this is the beginning, I think, of beginning to notice that we're part of something much bigger. And this is also an energy which is going to help us as we move forward in a way which is aligned. And it's about being aligned with our true self aligned with who we are.
0: And also, um, expanding on that, another very important aspect is community. And that could be that could be a faith community could be a family community could be a neighborhood community, uh, a common interest community because things happen, they start to get moving when you have perhaps some wings to help you fly in a certain way. When you align, um, like the experience of the three-part harmony, I couldn't do that without Tammy and Vera and Brad playing the piano. It happened in community.
1: Yeah, Uh, community is really, deeply meaningful and important to me and um, <clears throat> i think it's that experience of um well we, we we you know sometimes in parenting circles we talk about you can't raise your child you know without the you know you need a community to raise your child but i would take a village that's it but i would go further and say we can't raise ourselves without our village Because there's something that's very important about feeling held and feeling seen and um, feeling able to connect at whatever level that may be.
0: I think that's definitely um, one of the um, one of the issues with the world today is modern life isolates people. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it can physically uh, isolate people but it can also psychologically isolate people especially people are connecting on or not really connecting but they, they think they're connecting on social media but they're not really it, mm-hmm. there's no there's no substitute for warm human beings mm-hmm. in a room together mm-hmm. you know and whether that's whether that's in a Buddhist temple or a Christian church or a Muslim mosque or a Jewish synagogue or uh, a yoga group or (laughs) the ladies who lunch or whatever that community or a book club or whatever, or a sound bath, whatever Mm -hmm. form that community takes. Mm -hmm. Because in traditional societies, they live in small groups Mm -hmm. and they have, Um, they have extended family. There are aunties and sisters and fathers and uncles and brothers. And everybody's kind of stepping in and helping where where it's needed. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we can, um, even in our, for those of us who live in cities, in our case, we feel very lucky not to be living directly in a city, but outside of it, that in our modern life, we can, create those communities in whatever form that they take.
1: Yeah, and and um, if anybody's kind of like sitting, listening to this and feeling that that's very difficult for them to kind of jump into community for whatever reason, you know, there's been a lot of um, energies and pressures over recent years, which has has put people into um sometimes being quite feeling isolated and feeling cut off mm-hmm. I would you know just say to be gentle with that path and to um you know go with your own pace um but to but to you know to perhaps put it in focus and go okay is, is community something that uh it would benefit me and like, just allow a creative inspiration to, um, to come forward with that and to take an action. And I have an, a, an example of this um, in my own life experience, but after having um, my first child, I'd moved house, I was in a place I didn't know, and I felt very isolated. But I knew that there was a group, a mother and child group round the corner I just had to get out of the door and get there, which was very challenging with a newborn baby. It took me about six weeks to actually make that first step. I was absolutely terrified. It was a huge thing for me to actually get out of the door, but I made it to that group. And what I noticed for myself was as soon as I did, everything opened for me, that the power of that community it was something that just held me up. It gave me energy. I made friends, and and you know that everything started to move from that place. So I know what it's like to feel in that space of stuckness and like really, you know, feeling isolated and feeling that you, you know, how do you even start building community? Well, it starts from just taking one step.
0: Wow. Well. I think we've. I think we've given. Uh, we've. Whoever's listening to this, if you're still here, <laughs> If you're still here. Um, we thank you for joining us, and um, thank you so much, Jess, as always, for for being the sounding board and the uh, the my connection, one of my connections in this world. Thank, thank you.
1: Thank you, thank you, Dana. So beautiful to share. And speak in speaking this way,
0: thank you, everyone for listening. There's something about this conversation that really stuck with me after a couple days after we recorded. I kept going over some things in my mind, certain points um of this talk, and I learned a lot. um I hope you did too. Jess is really a natural teacher and is able to articulate and illuminate certain things in such a way that uh, just gives you a lot to think about. So I thank you, Jess, for your time. As always, a great pleasure. And we will be doing more of these episodes of our series, Where to Start?, there are just so many topics that we can address, and I've had feedback from listeners that um, they've really found them helpful and illuminating. So I'm wishing you all alignment, wishing wishing you illumination, and wishing you strength and grace as you walk on your path. Take good care of yourselves, take good care of each other, and as always. I will see you on the other side. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.